I actually think I did this with RJ as an episode. Welcome to System Debug with uh, Megan SF and and Nate Pepper. May the S Force be with you, folks. Welcome. We're so happy to have you here. So today we're talking about summer 20 and all the coolness is that was summer 20. So much I was summer 20. So, Nate, first of all, oh. let's go through some announcements. Trailhead DX just happened. It came and it went, dude. Uh, actually, oh, I just There's got so much one. fun stuff coming. Did you see all the stuff that's coming out for it? Well, first, there's the whole architect stuff that's out. Then there's the new dev, uh, the dev tools that are coming out. The dev tools um, look amazing. Yeah. The yeah, the dev tools look amazing. They look so awesome. And there are the architect guys for the record triggered automation, um, building forms on clicks.code. There's the new code builder. That looks fantastic. If it's the not going to be a conflict guys. with our summer 20 topic later, what was your like one huge like OMG moment through Trailhead DX? Um, I don't really know if it would be counted as through Trailhead DX, but kind of with Trailhead DX. Um, I would say those those dev tools. It looks awesome. Yeah. Just awesome. Yeah. The uh, I I know that just recently, what is it? My my MacBook Pro two weeks ago just reset or crashed or both, and I had to commandeer my daughter's MacBook Air so that I could do some work for a couple hours, <laughs> and then I went. Oh, VS Code not set up like on the MacBook Pro. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and so I found out about VS Code Insiders, which is their sort of alpha, like nightly build. I don't know if it's nightly, mm -hmm. don't quote me on that. But there's a new feature that's available there, but not GA, right, in VS Code that's about uh, setting sync. So your extensions, your like make it uh, sublime mappings, all that stuff. So did you not sync all your sublime stuff to your OneDrive so that no matter where you hook in, you could always pull it from your OneDrive? I haven't gotten there with VS Code yet, right? So, you got to hook it to your OneDrive save, man. Yeah, but but the nice thing is that um, there's an, an alpha feature, which is available in VS Code Insiders, where you can sync extensions so you don't have to download your JSON pretty fire and your you know sales all the salesforce extensions you download atlassian thing and all of your snippets so like your mm -hmm. user snippets in in vs code but then also um any sort of preferences you have like adopt sublime key mappings and whatnot so not available on workspaces obviously because it's not even available in gavs code but i right. hope that one day we can even like sync that Right. Okay. So, so I'm going to do a steal here. So major props to Salesforce then. Um, the code builder, you did great coverage of what's coming out here, man. Um, love your blog. Totally a member. Uh, long time reader, first time caller. Um, but code builder coming out and awesome. This is a picture of it. Salesforce spent. Check out his, uh, his website and his blog. Fantastic stuff. He's got a picture of the code builder on there. Um, by Wade Wagner, um, another Seattleite. Hey, uh, Northwest. Um, but shout yeah, out fantastic. to it? Nathan Totten. I remember that because it's a Nathan. And right. uh, and and this the I forget the second employee on that announcement link. But big shout out to just the entire 
SFDX and DevTools team in general. You know, Dev Console yeah. will not die. It's still going to be here. And uh, for all of your, you know, Dev Console <laughs> keyboard shortcut loving desires. So. And the concept of, you know, this ability to track changes that's like in beta right now. I want that. Uh, I so want that. I want to know what it is. I want to know how it works. I want to play with it. I want to touch it. I want to see how I can track my changes. I want to compare it to source control. I want to compare it to manual effort. You want to break um, it. You want to get an unhandled exception with a numeric I wanna, error. I want to. I want to see how many times I can make my org explode, and how many times <laughs> I have to call and have Salesforce telling how many API calls did you do or not. You want to get a dwarf name out of it. Like, <laughs> I want them to say, "I'm sorry, you've maxed out API calls in an hour. Um, I don't know what you're doing, but you keep resetting. I don't know what you did, but you broke it. All right. Monday, I'm gonna get a badge." A badge? For like breaking. Oh, you mean like a physical, like a badge? Like, you broke it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you pay for it. Nice work. <laughs> you buy it. Nice. Oh, all right. So yeah. it is, I don't know, it's 90 something in LA. So it definitely feels like summer 20. It's 72, but I had to close the windows. So. Oh, man. Our June gloom is done. Like yesterday by 8.30, I had to like, nope, I can't garden anymore. It's too hot. 8 30 a.m so yeah you're such a grown-up you've got in yeah well hey, I, got, you know, I got i got food we got peppers we got no food. you have like a house though i have a house i have a property and it's mm -hmm. great to be able to go like around mm -hmm. seven thousand square feet and not leave your property not like a few hundred square feet in these times i know <laughs> which seemed oh. big at the time right all uh, right so now that we've talked about some cool trailhead dx uh um, man, I really wish that we could have hung out in person. So as we've mentioned before, Nate and I met at the Trailhead DX. He was wearing like the coolest hat ever with a deployment fish telling me about the measurements from Alice in Wonderland. And now there is no Trailhead DX for us to hang out with. That's also where I met Luke Skywalker. Also, you know, like the Joker, uh, aka Mark Hamill. Such a great voiceover actor, not just Luke Skywalker, just like absolutely amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Continuing. Great guy. Yeah. great guy. And you can check out the video of both Nate and I sitting there just like in awe of the fact that we just saw him. And I think we're just more in awe than anything. I don't think we get more cheesy than that moment. I think I used that as my main profile pic for a while. <laughs> yeah, I think you did. <laughs> I think you did. I sent it to my dad. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. So, summer, summer, summertime. Meg, what? Living's easy. There's so much stuff coming out in summer right? 20. Where do we even begin? At the beginning. You know what? I'm just going to spin a wheel here and pick one at random. Ow! It's like the globe, right? Gotta watch Did out you want that. me to pick a letter for you? Um, please, pick a letter. Um, I'm going to go with a... S. S. Let's see. I think the S might stand for system namespace. Hi, golly. Um, How'd you know? How'd you know? I just, I, I, it's a gift. Uh, these sleeves are short, so wasn't up my sleeves. Archie Willikers, man. Yeah. 
Um, so something that is maybe not like, you know, th there are things that are easily accessible and like, oh, nice. Like most devs are gonna be able to use that. And then there are things that may be niche, but bug you like, you know, like ah, there's no patch method available on HTTP callouts from Apex, right? Um, they have enabled stronger encryption and signing algorithms with crypto methods. So in the system namespace, that crypto uh, utility that allows you, allows you to do um, SHA management, right? Verification and whatnot. Um, there are methods in the system, system namespace crypto class, which allow you to use uh, RSA SHA 384 and RSA SHA 512 values with all that stuff. Yes. Um, <laughs> but for something that might be a little more accessible, um, so the session at Trailhead DX that Chris Peterson and Kevin Foreman, AKA Code Fryer, AKA Noetic Penguin, I don't know if that's GitHub or Stack Exchange, uh, but they did a session on uh, new, was it making life easier, I think. Uh, I'm paraphrasing the title of, of, the, of the session. And Chris Peterson, I think product manager of Apex. Um, I'm not sure. He was, he was, um, uh, worked with him at Financial Force. There's a maybe operator. There's now currently, uh, that's not the, that's not the technical term for it. It was, it's, uh, it sounds very technical. I know that Kevin's like, I want to call this the maybe operator. And I went, I'm going with the maybe operator, safe navigation operator. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and let's see. Wow. Where's the like safe navigation operator? This has been delivered. So I'm going to share my screen real quick. Uh, share screen. Here we go. Delivered. Wait, what? Safe, safe navigation, safe navigation uh, operator. All right. Are you talking to a tree? I'm talking to a tree <laughs> in the Hollywood forest. Um, so creepy, Nate. Wow. I can't um, find the link to that right now. Anyways, so essentially, in, so in Swift, you've you've got that question mark thing in Swift. And essentially it means, hey, like this can or cannot be null. If it's null, right? It's like JavaScript horror land where it's undefined. And there is something in Apex now where you can uh, basically put a question mark after a variable. And let's say you've got my car dot uh, engine. If my car is undefined, it's not going to break. Like it will only, so you get rid of the, if this is not null, and then inside of that you go, if my car dot engine is not null, and then you've got, okay, if my car dot engine dot speed is not null, use that. And now essentially you can take all of those if statements and shrink them up into putting a question mark after something that may or may not be null. That's nice. Uh, Pretty fine. nice. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. What about Man. you, Meg? What are some of your favorite things? Uh, Man. You know, I know we talked about what we were going to say before the show. I changed my mind. I changed my mind. So, you know, I do the community cloud thing and I was trying to avoid some community stuff. But 
one thing that's actually pretty big that is coming out is the fact that partners now have a new ability to share um, with the uh, new um, account hierarchy sharing. I don't know if you heard about this. And so uh, now you have your partner and customer users and, you know, similar to using that, that role hierarchy type concept, uh, they can actually go with the, the account hierarchy and they can see within their account hierarchy for where they are a user of. Um, pretty huge concept. They could not actually see within their hierarchy before. So if you ever worked within a community and tried to share with anyone that was in a hierarchy, you came up with some pretty funky concepts to do so, either with Apex sharing or with taking your users and their contacts and relating them with account contact relationships all the way up. Um, or you just went with a single level and a sharing set. Because if you know, you can only do a single field with sharing set. Well, you gotta relate so many levels up. It just doesn't work that way. So pretty big deal, dude, pretty big deal. Kind of going next level, like when we had just permission set, like when we just had profiles and then we got permission yeah. sets, but then we got permission set groups. And then, yeah. All right, it's still going, good. And I mean, yeah. this, these concepts to sharing that they have been adding to communities are huge. You know, the fact that they expanded sharing sets to go to customer community plus the partner users a couple of years ago. The fact that they added the account relationship sharing, um, channel groups being out there. And now to have the whole concept of the account hierarchy available. So this is mind blowing. This is just awesome. Um, it's a lot of investment in communities, a lot of change and huge, huge changes structurally and fundamentally to the sharing and security. So take it as a giant, giant win. This is awesome. All awesome. What about you, dude? Next up. Um, you know, I will say that both, I, I think both the things that uh, Chris Peterson and Kevin Foreman talked about at Trailhead DX are not part of summer 20. So I apologize, but they're coming and they're amazing. Um, oh, SFDX has community commands. This yes, I just good. found out this morning. Um, after I gave somebody who was asking for help, like, hey, how do you work with communities and scratch orgs and, and sandboxes and this and that? And I gave them like a three bullet point list of the things you got to take in consideration and do and whatnot, you know, like enable experience bundle API, even if it's not going to work to deploy, which sometimes it doesn't, at least you can search through code to figure out where, a, a, you know, object or field or, or components reference, right? When you get the you can't change the design attributes on this. Like, well, where do I delete it from, right? Um, so SFDX now has uh, force community commands. Ready, go. And what did I include? Wow, this is my first Zoom meeting today. That's kind of nice. Oh, so look at this, boom, and I love it. Version 49, right? Uh, community commands in the force namespace. Version 48. Nope. Oh, look at that. I thought that was brand new. Anyways, that showed up no last time. I switched over. There's so, new stuff in it. There's some new, new stuff. stuff in it. So you can, if you did not know yet, and you were still dealing with the change from like 
org preferences to just general preferences in your project JSON, right? You're, uh, they made some changes a couple of, of versions back in SFDX. Um, you not only have force community commands, um, but there are also, uh, and, and these, I maybe they- So those were there for the experience bundle API. That's how you deployed with it. Those there we are the go, yeah. Use with the experience bundle. Right, so now you can, in a scratch org, create a community using a template. You did that before. You could do that before. Do that before. Those aren't the new ones, dude. Pick the new ones. Okay, where the, but this is the Pick the new ones. Pick the new ones. Metadata. No, you gotta switch the, you gotta switch to the new version to see the new ones. I'm in 49. Oh, you are on 49, okay. Oh, weird. So I don't see that here. But there is a um, there is a new what is it SFDX um, force help. You can create custom metadata records through SFDX now. Yeah. Boom. Which I don't even wow. see in the most recent uh, version documentation online. Hmm. So, anyways, um, uh, yeah, new like. Sometimes old stuff can become new when we find out about it because there's right so you release yeah, every like, <laughs> yeah. there's just um, so much out there. Nobody's gonna read all thousand pages of release notes every single release. No, like right. Eventually, right. you got something to do. Yeah. Um. And another really cool one that came out, and I'm sorry to, to jump in here and steal one, but I know we're running low on time because go for it. I was busy doing tickets. Sorry, uh. I got sidetracked, but there are upgrades to data mask. This was talked about at Dreamforce last year. Um, for those of you that have ever created a sandbox that you're working with consultants or you uh, don't want to have to turn all your emails off and then change all your data, um, or you're working with users and you don't have to change all your data before you start doing your testing, um, or you don't want to have to modify your data before you start doing your build, the data mask is awesome. Um, so it's an application that you saw in production and uh, you know it was out before, but you can now do some enhancements and uh, it doesn't post notifications or changes to a chatter feed during the masking process, um, even if feed tracking is enabled anymore. Um, the new configuration called unique on text and text area appends additional characteristics from a record ID to a library of words or random characters to make them unique. Configuration is useful for objects that have duplicate rules defined. Think about it that way, all those dupes and how they could have just come back and bit you. Um, if you have a new configuration, uh, there is a new configuration called run in serial mode that prevents errors caused by the presence of master detail relationships and lookup um, relationships. Chatter enhanced email are no longer prerequisites. You don't have to keep the browser window open after clicking run now. Uh, the data masking makes email addresses unique and emails are most uh, the most used in duplicate rules. This change ensures that no records are skipped during the masking because of duplicate email addresses. New libraries for Canadian postal codes and SSNs with and without dashes are available when masking your rules. And you can replace sensitive data um, with general or with generated um, using a pattern of your choice. And how is you install and prod? You run the masking process, pretty easy peasy. And it's a huge difference. Just think about the fact that you, especially if you work with customer data, 
don't necessarily have all those contacts in your sandbox. It's for your full copy and your partial, or when you transfer your data over, or if you got a script for your data, just think about There it. is no excuse to use a mask for your data now. Yeah. <laughs> oh man so uh, think about it y'all you know it's coming out very soon summer release is coming out and just so you know about a week and a half uh, it's gonna be hitting your prod so up to it bunnies up to it um other stuff going on with unit that we should think about well here oh we have a guest coming at the end of july um so we have a very fantastic guest and so for those of you who do not know him, Johannes Fisher will be joining us uh, at the end of the July. He's got some great stuff going on. He's got a great GitHub repo. I will drop some of his stuff on the Twitter to start building up his awesomeness so that y'all can start checking him out and drop some dates and such. But y'all are gonna love talking with him. He's just awesome. He lives in Canada uh, and he's great. Yeah, it's just awesome. He's currently deploying community just like me. So good times. That's how I'm feeling the, the love of summer deployment. Yeah. Oh, I'm stuck in Bitbucket and second generation packaging, and I, I'm right. happy I'm as Azure a, DevOps. Happy as a. I'll trade you for Azure group. DevOps. <laughs> I'll trade you for Azure DevOps. <laughs> yes. uh, so, well, folks, thanks, uh, thanks for tuning in. Don't and... forget to subscribe and follow. Subscribe. Or subscribe and like. Like, click that bell. Click the bell. Ring -a ding ding. On the right, and right. Um, go check out the release notes, Trailhead, and we'll drop the links below. Cheers, everyone. Yeah. Cheers. I am Megan SF on Twitter, and I am S Force be with you. And it was a pleasure seeing you. See you again in two weeks. I'll peace out. Bye. <laughs>